Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Mesech the Shabbos beginning Perak Chaf, the 20th chapter, Mishnah Aleph and Mishnah Beis. And our Mishnah is going to be discussing that, as we've seen a few times, and we'll see a lot in Mesech the on Yom Tov there are certain actions that although forbidden on Shabbos, one's allowed to do on Yom Tov if they involve Ochel Nefesh preparing food. Our mission is going to want to know, and this is very similar to what came up in the beginning of the previous parak. What about machshirei ochel nefesh, preparations for preparing your food in a, in the event that it could have been done on erev Shabbos? Rabbi Lazar Omer told us meres You may hang a strainer over the mouth of a container on Yom Tov, although rabbinically it's an act of building. You are you're constructing this strainer. However, because it's needed for um, for straining your wine, therefore it's permitted in Yom Tov. And on Shabbos, on Shabbos, one's not allowed to hang a strainer up, but you're allowed to pour your wine into the strainer. Um, and this is not considered selecting borer because it's an abnormal matter going through a strainer. However, we may not hang a strainer over a container of because only malachas that directly involve preparing food have a dispensation to be performed on Yom Tov, not malachas that are not related directly to preparing the food, in this case, the machshire. In fact, Tosavus in Megillah thinks it's actually prohibited to Orisa to do malachas on Yom Tov that are machshirim, that are, are preparatory, that could have been done in Erev Yom Tov. So if you want to borrow from our previous case in the uh, previous parak, to let's say build a knife, to make a knife on Yom Tov, to even, maybe even sharpen a knife on Yom Tov, may have a din to Orisa, you could have done it on Erev Yom Tov. Aval, normally you pour wine into a hanging straight on Shabbos, you may pour wine to hang a straight on Yom Tov, because the Tosfus is of the opinion that, excuse me, Chacham of the opinion, this is a case of Borer, but it's actually the direct, directly preparing the food, and that's why it's allowed on Yom Tov, but obviously not allowed on Shabbos. Next, Mishnah, here's going to be a case where the Chazal will permit uh, straining on the, um, will permit straining on the Shabbos. You can pour wine over wine sediments that were, again, assuming that it's all set up prior to Shabbos, so that the, uh, so that the sediments will get drained and, excuse me, I read that too quickly. You take wine sediments, so that's, come, that, that's like the, uh, the gook that's left on bottom of the wine. You put it, it, it put it in a strainer prior to Shabbos. Then on Shabbos, when you pour water on them, the water will run through these sediments and it will extract the wine absorbed in this in these sediments. So what's going to happen is draining into your liquid below, into your cup below now, you're going to have this wine-water mixture. Again, the wine that was extracted from the sediments, that is permitted. In fact, in fact, it's interesting that this may be a, uh, a case or one of the reasons why, according to some postkin, not everyone, it, one is allowed to use one of those, uh, those pour-over coffee makers on Shabbos, where the, you have... Uh, you take uh, a coffee mug and you put on top of it that the, that um, some sort of container. With inside that, you put the coffee grinds. And what you're effectively doing is what we see here: you're pouring water into the top. The water is running through the coffee grinds, extracting the coffee from the grinds, and then going into the bottom, where you have now a mixture of this water coffee coffee mix. So it seems to be an analogous case to our Mishnah, which is why there are there are many poskim, and I believe it's. I may, I you know I don't, I'm not a posik, but the one, those who I've asked who permit one to use the pour over coffees and shabbos because of this mishnah. And you may 
filter drinkable wine through cloths and through baskets made from palm twigs. As and if you already have potable wine, that you don't need to you don't need to um, to filter, but you want to filter it to make it even finer and nicer. So then it's permitted. Why? Because that's not considered bow rare since it's already drinkable. However, if it's not potable, you can't drink it. So that would be in fact the case of of bow rare. Although there are some posts who point out, I believe the rush says this that if you directly pour it into your mouth, as in the strainer, the uh, strainer is in your mouth, and you pour the wine, or for that matter, water, through your mouth, and you're thinking, well, that sounds ridiculous. Who's ever heard of that? Well, what about those uh, Brita, those Brita cups, or the Brita, the Brita water bottles, where you drink, you pour water from your sink into a water bottle, and the straw for the water bottle is a filter in and of itself. So this might be analogous, ca- analogous case. Again, I'm not posketing, but that might be permitted because although the water may not be drinkable before it goes through the straw because it's going directly into your mouth so that's considered it's bederach achil the way in which you are drinking okay but if it's not going directly into your mouth you're taking then and the water is not potable the wine is no good until you put it through a strainer you cannot do that in Shabbos but if it is drinkable beforehand then you could put it through a strainer to make it nice and finer and you could take you could crack open a raw egg and put it into a mustard strainer in order to make the mustard seeds um, we make it all look more yellow it makes it look better that you're allowed to do on the on Shabbos. The Osin uh, Onimalin B'Shabbos. You're also allowed to make Onimalin on Shabbos. What's Onimalin? It's some sort of mixture of wine, honey, and pepper. And it was a little bit laborious to make and required some sort of expertise. However, our mission is telling us that it's not considered excessive toil, excessive tircha, tircha yisera, to do it on Shabbos. And therefore, you're once allowed to do it. However, Yehuda Omer B'Shabbos the coast. You can only make the amount that for one cup on Shabbos, not more than that, because more than that's going to end up being excessive, and it's usually done then for, therefore on a professional level. But Yonto Belogin, on Yonto, you can do enough of this in order for to make a bottle, as in we give you a little bit of more leeway because it's Yomtov. Ubemoid and Cholamoid, where again they still have many laws that, uh, that dictate how much toil we should we should involve ourselves in, but at the very least you're allowed to, if you're allowed to make this on Shabbos in a cup, and on Yomtov, in a bottle, it's in a you can make it in a barrel. Rav Tzadik Omer comes along Rav Tzadik and says, No, I'll call if you are Whether it's Shabbos, whether it's Yom Tov, whether it's Chalmoid, it's really all going to be how much is necessary for what you need. So if you have many guests, you can make a lot. Even on Shabbos, you can make a barrel full. And if you don't have any guests, then even on Chalmoid, you can only make, you can only make a cup full. I wish you all a wonderful day.